0: Hey, it's Jen Garrett here, and welcome to the Move the Ball podcast. I've helped thousands of people to develop their own personal game plan to achieve that next level of greatness. Now, I'm on a mission to help you utilize the same tools and strategies of professional athletes, Fortune 500 executives, and successful entrepreneurs to elevate your hustle and get you across your goal line. So get ready. It's your time to move the ball. Hey everyone, Jen Garrett here. It's so great to be back with you on another episode of move the ball. This episode is part of my special path to the draft series, where I'm having conversations with NFL draft prospects on their path to the draft. Inside the huddle with us today, I'm ready to share his story and talk about his path to the draft is Rico Bussey Jr. Rico is a wide receiver who most recently played college football at the University of Hawaii this past year, and with the shortened 2020 season, he had 31 receptions for 274 yards and a touchdown, also helping Hawaii to win the New Mexico Bowl. Prior to this year, Rico spent his college football career playing at the University of North Texas, where he put up some great numbers, and he is fourth in program history in career 100-yard games, and he's also tied for fourth in career-receiving touchdowns with 21, and fun fact, he's tied with Johnny Quinn, who I had on the podcast last season. So you can check that one out, too, if you like. And lastly, Rico also ranks ninth in school history in career-receiving yards with 1,947. Rico, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I appreciate you being here with us today. Let's kick off our conversation with you telling us more about your story and how did you get into football?
1: Well, I really just started playing like at the YMCA. I I played a lot of sports growing up, like every season, you know, there's like different seasons for each sport. So every season my parents would put me in whatever like sport that was and football was always just what I was best at. So I just kind of stuck with it.
0: And what was it about football that you really enjoyed? What were you passionate about?
1: I just like like how competitive it was, and just scoring touchdowns and stuff like that.
0: Sure, it's fun to score touchdowns. So in my book, Move the Ball, I draw out a lot of lessons that football has taught me and teaches others about how you can grow and be successful in life. Can you share with us some lessons that you've taken away from the game of football that you feel will help you be successful no matter what you do?
1: Just like how to work really hard and stay determined on one thing and not letting anything like, sway you from what you want to reach.
0: That's great. And we all know that great athletes on the field, great leaders in life, they always focus on continual improvement, how they can get better. What are some of the things that you're currently working on improving? And secondly, is there somebody that really pushes you to be better?
1: I really push myself to to be honest and things I'm working on is just just getting back to where I was and just, you know what I mean? Because I had a little injury. So I just want to be like 110% so really everything because i I can always get better at everything
0: sure and you mentioned injured so let's talk about that for a minute 2019 season uh so first off you in 2018 you had a great uh season 68 receptions 1017 uh yards and you were eighth in the fbs with 12 touchdown catches then 2019 season comes your north texas is playing cal you ended up tearing your ACL and it was a season ending injury. Can you talk to us about that and then your recovery process?
1: Um, Yeah. I mean, like you said, I had did really good and I was coming into the year, like supposed to do really good. So that just kind of like, it went from like the complete high to a complete low. So then recovery, I really just, I did my rehab and I I just had to focus on like working hard every day. You know what I mean? I, I had to do extra just to be, just to be ready to be prepared for the next season because I started my rehab kind of late so but it it wasn't bad or anything it just it really just showed me like how much I love football because I I always knew I loved it but that gave me a taste of how much
0: and talk to us about the mental side of that because I mean obviously you had a great season the year before you were destined to have a great season in 2019 and then you have this injury that's obviously a devastating experience so mentally how did you kind of bounce back from that and go through the recovery process
1: Just by going out there and doing like all my little like my little cone drills and stuff, that that kinda strengthened my mind. Anytime I was like down or anything like that, I would just go outside and and run or work out and that's just kinda how I calmed myself down or built built up my confidence.
0: Sure. And in your mind, so going from college football to the NFL it's a different level of play, the speed of the game is, is faster. What do you think is it about you that will help you to excel at the next level?
1: Just my overall athleticism and explosiveness, to be honest. And then I'm 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 pretty smart. Like I'm really smart. So I feel like the mental side, I'll be able to pick up really fast and excel past other people.
0: Sure. And talk to us about what was the most memorable game for you playing college football?
1: Man, it had to be when we beat Arkansas because they they was an the SEC team and we was just a little comfort USA team. And I just remember growing up watching like the big Power Five teams and stuff like that. And then to be playing against them and beat them. It was pretty, it was pretty sweet.
0: So talk to us about going in that game. How did the team get fired up and, uh, and, you know, just stay mentally locked in to perform well during the game?
1: Well, we, we was already fired up because, you know, like SMU is a real big rival with UNT. So that year we had beat SMU pretty bad. So we was already like really excited about the season. Then we had our second game we won. And then we, so we're going to Arkansas, like with a lot of momentum. So, it really wasn't even anything specific that we had to do. And then, it, you know, it's a small school playing a big school, so we got nothing to lose. And it's like, let's just go out there and show them.
0: There you go. So let's talk about, we talked about your injury a little bit. You ended up transferring to Hawaii after that injury, which is very different than playing in North Texas. Can you talk to us about what it was like transferring and then playing in Hawaii?
1: Um, transferring wasn't that bad. It got kind of, I was, I was talking to a lot of schools, like, before pre-COVID, and then once COVID hit, it got kind of quiet, so then Coach Graham and Coach Kenny and Coach Marion hit me up at Hawaii, and they basically told me, like, they they feel like they can help me out and stuff, and I could help the team out as well, so I decided to go there, and then, to be honest, in Hawaii, it was COVID, so it was kind of strict at first, and then the season hit, and I was just real locked in and just didn't want to, I just came out the injury, so I just – I really focused on, like, ma- maintenance on my body and stuff and just chilling at home, so I really – I don't, I don't feel like I really got to experience it.
0: Sure. And one of the things I talk a lot about with uh podcast guests, especially this season, because we've gone through COVID is the ability, the importance of adapting and adjusting. Can you talk to us about how you've had to adapt and adjust in the last year, not only transfer out to Hawaii, but just in everything that you've done in your life, how has things changed because of just what's gone on in the world over the past year?
1: Uh, I just I had to I had to find like different ways to get my work in and stuff like that. Especially like once the gym's closed, I had to start going outside. I already run a lot, but like I had to run a lot more because I couldn't lift weights. Just things like that, you know.
0: Sure. And you ended up playing in the twenty twenty one Hula Bowl at Aloha Stadium uh, where you had a great game, four catches, sixty one yards, caught the attention of several NFL scouts. Talk to us about what that game was like playing in the bowl and then just that experience of being around the hula bowl and everything that goes there. Cause it's not just about the game. It's an experience. So talk to us about that.
1: Yeah, it was a great experience, especially just getting to come back to Hawaii because Hawaii was the team that like, you know what I'm saying? Basically gave me my second chance. And really the hula bowl for me was like a chance to prove that I could still do what I did at North Texas. Cause a lot of, I know a lot of people thought after the injury, I wasn't the same. So I just, I had to kind of prove myself. You know what I mean?
0: Yep, absolutely. And you were invited to the 2021 NFL Combine, which is in a very different format this year. And I was pretty bummed because when they announced it was canceled back in January, because I always look forward to it's a great time in Indy, watching the drills, I get a a ton of meetings, a ton of meetings done that week. And so it was different this year, right? And you ended up doing a pro day at San Jose State in March. Talk to us about how it felt to get the invite and then just your journey up to your pro day.
1: Well, it felt really good to get the invite. I kind of got it late after the hula. I think the hula bugs kind of what, like, helped me get the invite because I kind of I, – I did my thing kind of. And so then just my journey to Pro Day, I was out in Fort Lauderdale training, so that was pretty nice. I was at XPE, and it was just, like, it was different just being out there. And I don't know, a lot of things we did there I, I never had really done, so it was, like, a lot of new things and opening me up to stuff
0: sure and uh so one thing i want to ask you is how do you stay mentally locked in on game days or anything particular that you do or mentally locked in to perform during pro day
1: uh, i just think the, the the like the week up to it i don't the day of i don't really do anything cuz i feel like that's too late to do anything so i like to prepare myself like the week coming into it the whole sure. week
0: and talk to us about what do you, what do you do what was your what does your routine look like
1: a lot of maintenance on my body like yoga and contrast baths and things like that, going to the uh, training room, getting treatment, and then just like watching film and stuff like that, to be honest.
0: Sure. And another thing I want to ask you about, as human beings, we all make mistakes, we make missteps, we drop the ball, we fumble the ball. Can you tell us about a time where you either fumbled the ball on the football f- field or just in life, uh, and how did you recover from that? How did you pick yourself up and keep going?
1: I feel like, I mean, there's a time like we played, at UNT we played against Army. I had a deep ball, and kind of, I dropped it, and it, was, it could have been the game winner. And so instead of, like, getting down on myself and stuff like that, I, uh I like, stayed locked in, and then I came back. It was, like, third down after that. Came back and caught – it was, like, third and long, I think, and I came back and caught, like, a, a good little ball to move us on, and then we eventually won the game. Nice. With a field goal.
0: And what habits have you really put into, when you, when you look at it, I mean, I think it's important that the habits that we have in our lives really drive the outcomes that we get. So what habits have you really put into practice that you feel have helped you to be successful?
1: I just try to be real detailed in everything I do. Because at first, like, I would just go out there and just like use my athleticism and stuff. But now I try to like focus on technique and things like that. and Just always like being the hardest worker out there.
0: Sure. So talk to us about does a typical day look like for you right now?
1: Right now, I probably wake up in the morning. I'll eat me some oatmeal and I'll, uh, work out, probably run in the morning now. Now I'm doing training. I got to kind of set a new little routine, but I'll, I'll probably run and then eat again, stretch, chill a little bit, then work out again, probably just wait stuff and then eat, stretch again, and then just chill until the next day.
0: Gotcha. So what I want to do to end the show is I want to ask you uh, some seven fun questions as part of my two-minute drill. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Outside of football, what do you like to do? I
1: watch movies a lot, and I I play my uh, PlayStation sometimes. But really, I I spend most of my time doing like maintenance on my body.
0: Okay. How about uh, who is your favorite professional sports team? And it doesn't have to be football.
1: It's the Lakers, but honestly, just because of LeBron.
0: Okay. So if LeBron moves, you're gonna you're gonna follow him where he goes. Yep. Okay, got it. Um, how about what's your favorite movie?
1: Ooh, it's probably out of like *Norbit* and *Apocalypse*.
0: Okay. Uh, how about what is your favorite food?
1: Chicken, just because you can do so many things with it. You can eat chicken wings, fried chicken, saute it. There's so much you can do with it.
0: You can do a lot with chicken. Anything in particular that you like to do? That's like your go-to with chicken?
1: Uh, probably some chicken wings, like some hot wings.
0: Okay. Um, how about what is the best piece of advice that you've been given by a coach?
1: Uh, my running back coach back in like 2018 he told me he basically like gave me like a little analogy like he like so if you if you let a rubber band dry up you, and you try to use it what's gonna happen to it it's gonna pop so now I like, drink a lot of water and stuff like extra just some like my my hamstrings and stuff is always good because you know hamstrings are soft tissues. And, I need a lot of water, so that's the one thing that helped me like start the maintenance with my body.
0: Sure, and then I'm going to flip it now and ask you, what's the best piece of advice that you would give to somebody?
1: Just to control what that control, because if you try to control things that's out of your control, you'll just go crazy. There's nothing you can do about it.
0: Absolutely, it's a great piece of advice, and I think especially with what we've seen over the last year, that's even more critical because there's a lot of things that have been going on in the environment that we can't control and people. Keep spinning their wheels trying to think of either spinning their wheels because they're trying to, to do things that can't effectuate or they just make excuses instead of focusing on the things they can control and do. Sure. Um, and then my last question is you're hosting a dinner party and you can invite three famous people. Who would you pick and why?
1: Uh, I'd probably pick LeBron, um, Jeff Bezos, and Jerry Rice probably just because they're like great to so say what they do. So I can pick up something from each one of them.
0: Absolutely, those are three good choices. So, Rico, as we look to end the show, tell people how can they follow you.
1: Uh, they can follow me on Twitter, eight on skate, and uh, Instagram, palms underscore underscore twenty five.
0: Perfect. And we'll be sure to put those social links in the show notes too, so they can follow you. Um, Before we end the show, I just want to mention that, you know, your dad is a 20 year army vet, which means something to me as someone who is still serving in the army national guard myself as an army judge advocate. So I greatly appreciate his service. Wanted to give him a small shout out here. Tell us what getting drafted in the NFL would mean to your dad and your family.
1: It would mean a lot because he's always, he's always been there in like pushed me and all like he, they him and my mom were always like real hard on me so I think they're like the reason I push to excel at like at the best I can just even like with school they they I could only make A's so just like that mentality I bring to like sports so it would have been a lot for them to see all the hard work fail
0: absolutely well Rico thank you so much for being on the show today
1: thank you and thank you for your service
0: Well, thank you. And I wish you much success in the draft and in this next chapter. And thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. And be sure to check out the show notes for a special download to help you get focused in moving towards your big goals in life. And we will catch you all next time. Until then, make sure that you suit up, you show up, and you move the ball. Thank you for listening to Move the Ball.